Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. Today is Sunday, June. I have no idea. Ninth? I got, I mean, I, it's June. That's, that's good enough. Um, <laughs> this Sunday. I'm here with my friend Katie, who is, okay, so I'm just going to introduce Katie and uh, we'll kind of get into it. She's a, a guest that I mentioned that um, is going to help us to know about all things current events and basically help us to be better adults so that we can contribute to conversations when we talk about the world. Um, so Katie and I, I moved into the school district um, when I was in second grade and Katie and I were pretty well uh, fast friends from then on out. Um, we have trained together for her to go into the uh, <laughs> Navy Academy, <laughs> and uh, we've, you know, done some done some uh, random Y classes here and there. She's lived all over. I've lived all over, but we've pretty well kept up through the years. Here's things that I remember about Katie that were funny. I wish I had it. Do you remember that um, journal that we had in high school where we wrote back and forth to each other? I've thought about those many times. Yeah. I, I hope those are destroyed somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if they are now, but I do know that at one point my brother and my cousin found it and they like... Laugh for days. They laugh for days and then they wrote funny things like over top of our, you know, correspondence back and forth, <laughs> uh, which was funny. And then I also remember about Katie that I've always I thought was so funny, but also kind of genius, is that she wrote out her outfits um, in her calendar... Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> because she never wanted to uh, wear the same outfit. You know, that would be just terrible. Because you know everyone else is noticing. I mean, everyone's yeah. looking at you. Everyone's looking at your outfit. Exactly. So you definitely don't want to wear the same outfit more than once in the month. So um, I'll let her introduce herself. She um, has a family and a husband and everything. So go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, I'm Katie. Uh, grew up with Samantha, as she said. Uh Recently just moved back to Ohio uh, from Manassas, Virginia in the D.C. area. So I've been back here for two years. It's fantastic. Uh, my total commute to work is now about five miles and seven minutes or something. Oh, my God. Versus when I was in Virginia, it was 17 miles in an hour, if it's good, maybe hour and a half. The traffic. Terrible. The traffic. And that was only if we got out of the house before 6 a.m., Oh so my God. this was pre-children. Once children came along, I was like, I'm not putting children in daycare for 12 hours because of traffic. Mm-hmm. So here we are back in the motherland, my <laughs> motherland. My husband's from New York. So yeah. So uh, I guess that's in a snippet. Two small children, two little girls, um, more hopefully to come. It's kind of weird in this area. I feel like uh, an elderly mother. Uh, a lot of our friends that we went to school with have... Children that are in, you know, elementary, middle school. Yeah. Some have graduated high school in, in some cases. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, not the – it was pretty much the norm where I, when I was in Virginia. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of different here. All the people with kids my age are in their early 20s, late 20s. So the norm in Virginia, like in D.C., in that area, for people to wait until they're older to have children. Yeah. Yeah. And to only have one or two. Yeah. You know, you don't usually see a mini. Here, I mean, we're like packing them on. Like, exactly. Like as many as possible. Yeah, I've had conversations with other people who came back here and they're like, I only have two. You know, people think I must have, you know. <laughs> only two. Yeah. Like you're not, you're, you're not accomplished unless you've got at least a whole half a soccer team. Exactly. For the kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, so like I said, with Katie, we are... We're going to um, be talking about some things. So she was already, we've already kind of uh, talked about a couple of topics that I really think are going to be interesting and good for just moms and, and dads even, and just as parents and, and just individuals to know about. So the first thing we're going to get into right off the bat is um, she was talking about um, how as parents, and I know I'm, you can ask my kids, I mean, I'm kind of psychotic about this, like. I don't like for them to be out of my sight when we go um, into public places. I, I don't like them to be away from me. Um, and they're not they're not great about it either. Like, I swear, just the other day, 
we pulled in down um, at our local park, like where our, all of our sports fields and everything are. And we were a little bit early, and I had I had packed dinner. <clears throat> and so it was me and the babies and my daughter. And so I'm parked beside a car. I get out with the babies and with our dinner, and I say to Clara, Clara, get out. I'm walking over to the shelter. She didn't hear me. So I go, assuming that she's heard me, over to the shelter I'm like, Clara, where are you, Clara? She's standing beside the car just crying because (laughs) she didn't hear me. And because she couldn't see me, she was like frozen. She didn't know what to do. She couldn't function. So so I've created, I'm a paranoid and I've also created children that are paranoid, which I'm proud of. I'm happy about. That's good. So, but I think the thing that she was talking about that maybe we don't think about as much is that how um, online and on the internet and we've talked about Alexa a little bit and just some things like that. And she knows uh, and is kind of, um, you know, probably knows. I'm I'm interested to hear what she has to say, honestly, because I am not maybe as uh, as knowledgeable about about these issues. So tell us, I guess, tell us what kind of what you've learned or what you know about it and what we need to do to not only protect our kids and our families and, and ourselves even in public, but also um, on the internet. What do we need to do? Yeah, so just a caveat, I'm not like a, sil- a child safety officer or listen, anything. Listen, <laughs> you're an expert. This is all amateur <laughs> listen, advice. She's an expert. Don't listen to her. <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess the whole topic kind of came born of, you know, when you were soliciting guest speakers. Yes. And uh, I have a lot of rants. Most of them are political in nature. Yeah. I've maybe right. dabbled in them on the on Facebook, but I try to restrain myself more than my husband. Yeah. But um, you know, I didn't want. I told Samantha as soon as I got here, I was like, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to put my politics out there necessarily. Yeah. And I'm very, um, I'm very conservative in my friend group on Facebook. If I don't know you, or if I don't know you pretty well, I I'm not friends with you. So my my Facebook friend list is maybe triple digits. Yeah. So. But, um, so that kind of spawned the idea of this privacy topic. So I, I think kind of anecdotally, uh, speaking of privacy, one of the recent things that came up, um, I'm in a home birth group. I had a home birth with my last child. Uh Uh-oh. She's one of those. Yeah. So, um, that's (laughs) not privacy related. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. (laughs) Um, so, well, there's a Dayton home birth community on Facebook, uh, that I, that I joined. They just recently started up last year. So... I had a photographer at the home birth and he is a man, uh, and a nurse and a father of three and everything. And actually he's become quite a good friend. Uh, so I told him he did some pictures for me and the girls for mommy and me photo session. And so I told him, I was like, Hey Tim, there's, um, a Facebook community for a Dayton now. Cause he's trying to get more into birth photography and home birth in particular. And so he's like, Oh great. Well, he goes and joins the group because they, you know, he just requested, they added him. And then he immediately kind of is posting these vendors things. And I was like, oh, no, you know, because a lot of times they'll have this, the Cincinnati one would have, you know, photography. And then all these vendors can post. So you're not just getting these random inundations. Well, so I was like, oh, man, that doesn't, that's not good. They may not uh, appreciate that. So at a home birth meeting, having me that night, you know, I was kind of asking about it. And um, I was like, yeah, I know him. He's not just randomly joined. He was my photographer and stuff. Well, kind of long story short, um, they ended up doing this question, you know, should we allow men in the face, this Facebook home birth community? And uh, I didn't get involved in the discussion, but there was a big discussion about it. Some people vary against men being in the group. Some huh. people were totally unaware that men were in the group. Others were very for it. They said, you know, our husbands and partners are part of the, the birth experience. Why would we exclude them? Yeah. We're trying to normalize birth here. Why are we now saying that this is a women only topic? So, at the end of it, they decided no men allowed. So they kicked oh. him out and all the other people that had joined. But to me, what really got to me was that I think some of these people have this false sense of security on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in a group, I'm in a Facebook group of 300 people. I maybe know three or four of them in person, Yeah, but they're all legit. Yeah. They are who they, yeah, yeah. If they say they're a mother, if there's a picture of a woman, that's who they are. And, you know, it's kind of, a lot of them didn't want men in. They're like, oh, I, I share pictures here that are you know, of birth and there's nudity. I, I don't want them, you know, anybody's husband to see. I only want my husband to see or, or these women that I trust. It's like these pictures are going to show up in news feeds. You mm-hmm. don't know who's got a hold of somebody's phone. You also don't know who these 300 people are. No. And it's, 
you know, it's kind of, this is how people get catfished, you know, oh, I, you know, their Facebook profile looks normal. Mm -hmm. It's obviously a woman and who has three children, not yeah. some devious guy. So it's like, they kind of think that by a, just a Facebook picture or a profile, they can pick out the creeps or the weirdos. It's yeah. like, yeah, no. no. Or because, you know, you make an assumption, well, the person, why would they, why would somebody ever seek out this group unless they were legitimately somebody who wanted to be in this group? Mm -hmm. But of course, I mean, I think that, I think that's where, you know, people who are creeps, who are devious, that's where they're targeting yeah. is in, in groups and on in spaces to where you wouldn't think that there would, I mean, that's such a specific well, Dayton home birth mom. I mean, so like multiple levels of specific, you would never think, well, there's going to be somebody that sought this out. That's like looking to target anybody, but I mean, that's the exact type of group where somebody would look, I would think, because you wouldn't expect it. Yeah. All right. Speaking of devious, had to deal with the baby there just for a second. So I guess, so what I, I mean, what other experiences have you had where you've just, um, where you've seen people maybe that are doing things that are naive or make th you know, things online where people are making assumptions of security when it's not there? Yeah. Uh, there's... There's definitely that the um, you know something I take to heart and what I plan to teach my girls uh, when they get older and start dabbling on the internet and whatnot, which I plan I plan to keep from them as long as possible. That's if I don't go Amish. That's still all on the table, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that communal living? I'm, I've been pushing that for years. Nobody really gets on board yet. Yeah, I'm like you guys. We can live without the electricity. Yeah, come, come on. on. Um, is that whatever you put on the internet, whether you're thinking that the it's some private group or, you know, it's just mm -hmm. something that you have the password to. Whatever you put out there, you better be okay with it being disseminated or somebody else getting a hold of it. And that's just how I feel about it. I mean, I'm not, I don't not get on the internet. I don't avoid it completely. Yeah. Um, but that's just, that's just kind of how I feel about it. And I, I hope, you know, I didn't want to get into it on, on there. I feel like maybe I had started that whole drama, so I didn't want to stay in it. I don't uh, know if it was drama. Yeah. I, I just kind of ignored it. But, um, yeah, I mean, some of the other things. My midwife, actually, her daughter was targeted online for tra human trafficking. Wow. Um, and that's a big thing that, you know, a lot of people were so used to watching Law & Order and um, all these TV shows where you're at the park and the kid gets snatched. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of it, they say it's because of somebody you know and trust. Or what's happening a lot in these cases are they're targeted on the Internet. So these girls are targeted, you know, they pretend like they're someone they're not or they're... You know, they join these interest groups mm -hmm. and they start forming these bonds and these friendships and then they meet up and that's when they get snatched. It's not necessarily a driving around, you know, until you they find a kid that they can grab. me find a puppy type thing. Yeah. I mean, that happens. I'm not going to say, you don't yeah. have to worry about that. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's typically, it's a lot more of a quote unquote stealthy operation. Mm -hmm. It's more planned and things like that. So... Um, yeah, so just monitoring that kind of stuff. I mean, I know a lot of parents keep the computer out. Um, one of my friends that I work with, actually, and I thought this was kind of a great idea, uh, when these kids came home from school, uh, or even their friends came over, all cell phones went in a basket by the door. Hmm. And they were allowed to use them out in the common area and stuff, but they never went in their bedrooms with them. Yeah. Things like that. When I was at, um, we were living in Virginia, there was a big uh, hoopla because uh, middle school kids were taking naked selfies on mm -hmm. themselves and started spreading them around, eighth graders. Yeah. And one of the girls saw a picture on her boyfriend's, her little boyfriend's phone, and got really angry, so she took the picture and posted it on the Prince William County school website. She got charged with child pornography, and she yeah. also kind of ruined the reputation and life of this other little eighth grade girl, you yeah. know, by posting naked pictures of her to the school website, so... You know, it's just, uh, you can't, you really can't be too careful with kids. I mean, I, we didn't grow up with it, which is a blessing, I think, I do too. in my case. But, yeah. you know, you didn't grow up, you never had to think about doing something incredibly stupid that you shouldn't have been doing and worrying that somebody was catching it on camera yeah. and posting it, yeah. you know, or taking pictures and things. Well, I think I heard somebody say one time, and we're kind of getting off the privacy topic, but <laughs> this is what we do. We just run our mouths. Yeah. But, um... I heard somebody say one time that, you know, when we were growing up, it was like, if you and I were in sixth grade and we, you know, have a tip about something, the day ends at three o'clock and you're going to your home and I'm going to my home. And other than if you 
happened to call me on my house number, which rarely, I mean, I didn't, I don't remember really talking on the if phone. If somebody else wasn't on the phone and exactly. was busy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, there really wasn't any contact. So it's like between, you know, 3, 3.30 when you get home on, off the bus and the next morning, you know, chances are whatever that issue was is either fizzled out or it wasn't that big of a deal. So you're over it and you go, you start your next day and you're, you're back to being friends and, and to move on. Now it's like these kids, they just don't get a break. They come home, they're on their, uh, you know, they're on their phones, they're on their the games. You know, one thing that I've run into with my 11 year old is that you know, I, he, he doesn't have any social media. There isn't any, um, Instagram. He begged me for quite a while to get Instagram. And I, I had to really research it because I had a hard time figuring out why I was saying no. And what it came down to was with Instagram, there's no way to, um, to filter their search. Uh, Like he could type in naked boobs, you know, boobies, which is what he would say if he's 11. He could type that in, and as we know, I mean, Instagram is supposedly monitored and people are shut down and things like that are taken off, but how many accounts, millions and millions of accounts, so it's not like, you know, I'm sure they stay up for a period of time. So that was why, that was ultimately why I decided no against that. Not, and honestly, I mean, I didn't think about the privacy aspect of it or him being targeted that way because I, in my mind, like, well, I know I can make his account private, but then it's like, why do I not think about the fact that what does that really mean? Like, what does private actually mean on Instagram? But, um, what I was saying is what I've run into him with a lot is that a lot of the games that he would want to play, like there's, I don't know if you've heard about Fortnite it's no. this online, um, <clears throat> I, I don't really know much about it. He played it for a really short period of time and then, well, he lost his iPod. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like literally lost it. I didn't take it from him. He actually lost it. Um, and so he hasn't been able to play it since then, which I'm kind of glad about. But it was all of those games, it's like unless you can connect with the outside world you're restricted on really what you can do. He even had a game um, for the Wii U that was called, I think it's called Splatoon. And it was like, unless you could, unless you opened it up to be able to connect with other people, it was like there was only a limited amount of things that you can do and then it was over. So here you've paid $60 for a game to where there's hardly anything you can really do on it until you open it up to connect with the world and then different people plug in to do these challenges and then now you're playing... But what I've tried to do, which I've run into on some of the games you can't, is I've tried to make it to where, you know, I disable the the chat feature or disable the, like, where he can't be contacted feature. But even that, like, some of them, you can't even do that. So it's like, it's hard. It's a hard balance of, you know, protecting your child from, you know, being targeted or being, and also, like, just keeping them from everything. I mean, my son, especially my daughter, not so much, but Charlie, I mean, he's so hyped up about screens and games and all that stuff that it's really hard to keep him from it completely. But I mean, I've tried to just be really, you know, aware of what he's, you know, like, I guess just who's having contact with my child is what I want to know. And so yeah. if there's a way that somebody can have contact with him, I want to know about it and I, and I want to basically shut it down because I don't want, I don't want there to be that opening to him and to my home even. Cause like you were talking about Alexa and pictures and camera phones, geotagging, all that stuff. I mean, how does, so how does that kind of stuff work or what what are the concerns there? Just a lot of people will, um, a lot of people will post on uh, now Facebook's about the only social media I know or LinkedIn, but yeah. So I don't. I'm not savvy on Instagram or all these other things. I'm not but, really either. Too much. But you know, you take a photo, and if you don't have your, if you're using your phone, your iPad, anything like that, if you don't have your location services turned off, it will tag the location. So people take pictures of their kid and dressed up in some crazy outfit and in the kid's bedroom mm-hmm. and post it on Instagram and have that tagging on it. Well, now somebody can actually look at your picture, especially if you don't have privacy settings. They can go and look at that picture, and they can actually find out exactly where it was taken. I mean, down to the point, some of these applications are so good that they can pinpoint where in the house 
and people will know that oh that front bedroom that window right there is the pic- the what's in that picture hmm. you know so that's that kid's bedroom you know you can get down to that hmm. specific of detail just because you know you have your location services turned on on your camera which mm-hmm. you know a lot of people do because you'll see them post something that they'll say this picture was taken you know yeah, I don't so have so. the location right yep. there. Or like even even if you're not doing a picture, sometimes even just an update, it'll mm-hmm. show the location of where you're at. Yep. Yeah, that, I didn't even think about that. That's true. Yeah, so that, I mean, the Alexa thing, I have I have an iPhone. I have Surrey turned off of everything. And we actually went on a bachelorette weekend. For my, my sister's getting married next in two weeks, actually. And uh, so we did this kind of a bachelorette weekend in Floyd, Virginia, Um they have a bluegrass music, live music there. It's great. Recommend it for anybody who wants to go. Just a little plug Floyd. for Floyd, Virginia. That's okay. right. And uh, so we were talking one morning about um, privacy stuff and Alexa and some some of the people that were there had it. Some didn't. Well, one person had it and accepted the risk. Everyone else was like, oh, no, no, no. I would never. You yeah. know, that scares me. Well, after that conversation, it happened to divulge over to um, or it kind of segued into those things period underwear, you know? What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one where you just wear the underwear yeah. and then you rinse them out. In what world? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they were talking about that for like a good 30 minutes and everyone's like, ah, you know, debating on how it works because nobody knew. Yeah, no. So you were just, you know. So the, later, only way, the only reason I even know anything about those is because it happened to come up as an ad like on a YouTube video that I was watching and I was like, nobody who's ever had children is wearing these underwear. There's no, like maybe when you're 20 and you just are like, you're 14 and you just, I don't, yeah, I, there's it, no way. I, it seems kind of like wearing a, I don't know. It seems like wearing a diaper, but so it seems like they've kind of fallen out. Cause it seemed like they were a big deal for a little bit, like a year or so ago. They were yeah, plugging everybody's know. feeds. Oh, okay. And I haven't seen them since. And I completely forgot about them. They came up. Well, one of the girls who had never heard of them, uh, Later that day, she was on Facebook, and of course, what's popping up ad-wise all over the place. No way. Yes. And so it's like, it's. I was like, is your Siri turned on? Yes. Turn it off. Like, they're listening okay, to that. Okay, let's now, just Now, I feel like everyone's going to be like tinfoil hat, but seriously. I know. So let's recap this. So we're talking about these, uh, if you've not heard of them, they're like underwear that you can wear when you have your period. Sorry, guys. But um, for women, obviously, when you have your period, you can wear them instead of wearing like a sanitary tampon, whatever. Um, and so this girl, from what you're saying, this girl had never heard of them. You're having this conversation. Obviously everybody kind of has their phones laying out or around. And then later on in the day in her, whatever social media feed, you know how the ads will pop up. Now I've had this happen. Like I've searched for something right. on Amazon or I've yes. searched for something on Google, but you're saying just from having a conversation, it then popped up in her ads. Yes. Cause that's what was, that is crazy. That's what we were like, you know, the ones that are the of the camp, which was the majority of the people there, the ones that were saying, you know, no, it's listening. And it's, it's not just, you know, read if, And actually it's kind of interesting. If you just go and look at the Siri terms and can it just read it? Yeah. You're kind of like, why would I turn this on? No, oh you know, my gosh. it's, um, yeah. So it was after that, it was funny. Cause that afternoon, everyone's going through every app, making sure that it's turned <laughs> off, you know, shutting all down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it literally picked that up enough that, it was that is crazy. I mean, you're, and that's in the Alexa thing, you know, I, I definitely would never, I don't trust those companies out in California. It's actually interesting. I'm in daughter, daughters of America revolution. And, um, one of the topics that they had at the meeting was genetic testing and, um, you know, 23 me, uh, all those DNA tests. And, uh, she was going through the different ones and what they test and, all these things. And one of the things that people don't know, and I didn't know until the meeting, is that if you do those and you pass away, your DNA, you need to will that to someone. Mm. Because you think about it, you've sent them your DNA. Yeah. And then uh, they test it and they have all that records and all that data. And then if you don't will it to someone, where does it go? Who does it belong to? Well, did you have you followed any of the, again, we're just rolling off of it. Just random topics, but I just thought of this. Have you heard, followed or heard anything about like this Golden State Killer? East? Do you listen to any other podcasts? No, this is my first, po- first podcast I've oh, ever listened to. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> um, anyway, I listened to one called uh, My Favorite Murder, and they had followed for quite a while. Okay, I'm, I don't know. Of course, I don't know any of these names, but do you know that? Um, have you watched that sitcom? And he's been on other stuff too uh, AP Biology. 
No. no. Okay. <laughs> I, this other one I just have watched a couple episodes on. He's on that, but he's been on other things. Anyway, it was his wife. He was writing his story about this East Area rapist. Um, all this stuff. And this guy, I think it was ended up being like 50 women that he raped throughout Arizona, California, that area. And they actually caught him through that, through one of those genetic testing sites because um, they found a familial match. And so then they were able to narrow it down and somehow gain some something from his, pro- like they tracked him down and gained something from his property. And he's like in his 70s. And this went on, I mean, obviously for years and years and years, but they were able to catch him through one of those so i'm obviously like mincing the details terribly but you get i get the gist you get my point yeah is that yeah like what you're saying i mean obviously um his dna wasn't in he had never sent in his dna but there was a familial dna who somebody had sent it in and and i know who knows if that person was dead or not but i mean it was in there it was locked in there, and the police were able to access that so that's something that did come up was when you submit your DNA to these sites, what level of privacy can you expect when it comes to like police and criminal matters and things like that? Because I think from that case, now they're now the law enforcement is starting to say, well, hey, if this guy was caught through that site, why can't we run everybody? You know, all this like if we can't, you know, I'm going off a of law and order totally at this point, <laughs> like CODIS and you yeah. know all those things. Like if we can't identify anybody's dna through the sites you know the the fbi yeah the the databases and stuff that we have why can't we run it through some of these you know ancestry.com sites and stuff like that and i don't really know what the outcome was that was there was something i'm I'm not even going to say it because I, i don't have the correct details but anyway um yeah it's just crazy it's crazy to think what do you like what this is stupid but what do you think about like I go to Kroger and I use my Kroger card. I mean, they're tr- obviously they're tracking my spending because I, I get a packet of coupons a week later. That's like the exact things that I buy every week. Wait, you get so- coupons from Kroger in the mail? Oh yeah. I wonder what we have. We use Dan's and it's probably his it old, old address in like Newport News. Yeah. <laughs> so you do, you do that. Yeah. I okay. guess, I mean, I don't, do you- I use the phone number, but I guess it's not. But so then you use the phone number and then you turn around and pay with your card. Do you worry about that? Like about them being able to connect your account to your card and things like that? And knowing what I eat. Knowing what you eat or be, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a big deal. (laughs) Oh, look at here. All these carbs. Uh, (laughs) Knowing what you eat or like being able to, like, I guess I'm thinking about like financial privacy or being able to, I mean, I left my social security card on a copy machine in a Kinko's. So and I'm very concerned. I'm with, really <laughs> super concerned. No, but I'm saying like my identity, I'm like done. They're like, what's the worst thing you can do to lose your, get your identity stolen? Leave your social security card out in the public. I've done that and it still hasn't been stolen. But I do think about that and I'm paranoid about it. I had one time where um, I was sitting here in my living room and I get a call, I get a text uh, from Chase this is how paranoid I am. I get a text from Chase that says, did you use your card at this Cracker Barrel in Oklahoma? It's like 11 o'clock at night here. So obviously Oh, I'm I remember not. hearing about your Cracker Barrel yeah. incident. Yeah. yeah. So I call, it said, call this number if not. I mean, I text back no right away. And then I call the number. And so I, and the lady was so sweet. And I'm like, how do I know that you're Chase? <laughs> She's like, where by your card? I'm like, no way. I'm not giving you my information. How do I tell me you're Chase? How do I know? That's all paranoid. She's like, listen, if you're paranoid, just hang up and call the number on the back of your card. I was like, I'm doing it. I don't know yeah. who you are. Yeah. So I did. I hung up. I called the customer service number. Um, so I don't even, like, I don't, my brain doesn't even have the capacity to know what somebody could have done because it ended up chase. I fought with chase to refund me that amount because what they said was that the store, the restaurant had on camera that whoever the person was actually had my card. Like they had completely recreated my card and I'm thinking, how could they have done that? Like it just is, it just is outside of anything that I understand to be able to do that. But, um, so that's the only time that I've ever like been hacked or had anything like that happen to me. But I am constantly thinking about it. Like when I use like yeah. a gas stations, I mean, there was a one in Germantown that had one of those scanners on top in the of thing. It. Yeah. 
I constantly am thinking about it, um, using my card and stuff. So. Well, that's that's why you should always use a credit card. Do you use a credit card or do you use a debit card? I use a debit card because yeah. I have no self-control. Stop doing that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you're afraid you're going to run up a credit card bill? Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the other thing. You know, hopefully you don't. I think it's an older generation dragging checks out and stuff. That's another big no, scandal. No, no checks. Yeah. Don't take your checkbook out of the house. No. My mom always used to say, why don't you have your checkbook? Like, because I'm, Cause I'm it's, under 50. Yeah, it's I, not 1990 or 80. Yeah. Or I didn't have cash. What are you going to say about that? So. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so should we, I, I mean, to, to, if you wanted to take this to the max, should we, is it coming to the point of reverting back to all cash? Well, cash, I mean, that has an inherently its own thing. You get robbed, or, yeah. you, or you're a yutz like me, and yeah. you leave your wallet out for <laughs> exactly. 10 minutes, and we realize, oh, I left it back at that counter. Yeah, or you just um, drop it all over the floor. Yeah, I've done all yeah, of those exactly. things. <laughs> I think I've lost as much cash as I've found. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll find 20s here and there, or mm-hmm. 5, or 1, and but yeah. I know I've dropped them also. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. it's kind of... So right maybe we just become Amish. I think I, I think like we have we start talking about these things and the end solution as it whittles down always is just just convert to be Amish. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, or reclusive, or you know. Yeah. No, but I I uh, what was it that I heard? Um, I've been I've been trying to think of exactly what was said, but essentially what the point of it was. It was something about you know kids interviewing for jobs and and younger you know. teens and 20 somethings thinking about future employment and things like that. And it was saying like, just be cognizant that anything that you post online or anything that you put out into the world is there forever. Like there's really, you know, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to, you know, trying to basically be successful in your life and contribute to society, that's going to be a, that's going to be something that employers I think are going to be leaning very heavily on when it comes to hiring. Oh, they already are. Yeah. Yeah, because. they're already Google searching you and <clears throat> seeing or looking at your Facebook. I mean, a lot of people don't have their privacy settings turned on. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, another thing, people think like, oh, I have my Facebook profiles private. I'm mm-hmm. covered. I, you know, I've, I'm not an idiot. I've yeah. got that covered. But some of the things that people don't realize, I know, um, I've noticed is that if you join these Facebook groups, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people have their privacy settings so that if you're in a group, your profile will be public to whoever's in the group. Oh, okay. Or have have certain access. So that's easy. You know, employer can go and look and see if you've got minimal security settings and see, okay, I just need to join this group and now I can look at their profile, things like that. Wow. So it's it's usually more intricate. Like you were saying, you can't figure out the security because it's so, there's so yeah. many layers. Yeah, I mean, that's like, in my mind, I'm thinking when I, when I first... Um, when I first got contacted about the, you know, the whole Cracker Barrel ordeal, I thought, well, maybe he had my, um, like, you know, how you can pay with the phone or something. Like, maybe he was somehow was able to access. My mom was saying that there's these hacker things where they'll just, like, rotate the last four numbers. And then whatever they land on that works, and that's what they'll use. Yeah. But the fact that he had a card and had my full number on it obviously and she cuz she was saying like well it wasn't signed and you did your card sign like i never signed my card i don't know if you're supposed to do that now or not <laughs> i can't keep up it's like are you supposed to have fluoride in your kids toothpaste or not i don't know it changes every year the dentist says do it and they say don't do it and they they do, i don't know yep but um yeah so i just can't it's just outside of my outside of anything that for me to think about how somebody could ever you know, be that, like you said, devious. How could somebody be so devious to go through the trouble? And maybe it's not any trouble. Maybe these people are just so savvy when it comes to scamming and being a criminal. Maybe they're so good at it. There's a lot of people that if they would use their intelligence for good. Oh, yeah. And not for these devious, like, how do I make a, you know, quick buck? Well, you're actually kind of working. Why don't you just do... Exactly. Just do, like, an actual job instead of ruining ruining other people's lives. So... So I think the takeaway is just be aware. I mean, be aware of where, what you're putting out into the world, just, you know, and know that that's what it is. Like you might think, well, I'm only posting something and I'm posting it. You might justify it by saying, well, I have family that's out of state. I have friends that are out of state. I want to keep them updated, you know, with pictures of my kids and pictures of my home or pictures of my family. But just be aware that in the, at the end of the day, I mean, you could have privacy settings, you know, as as lockbox as you want to have them, but essentially it could be 
acts accessible to the world and you know there's there's bad people we've talked about this Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's people that are making bad choices and doing bad things and so just be aware of that um and you know know that know that it's out there and it's not something that um it's not something that we're immune to we live in small town what i'd say small town america but i mean i think it's not something i think if anything because our defenses maybe are a little bit down Yep. Because we just don't think about, like, if I was in a big city, you know, or if I was in New York, you know, maybe I would be a little bit more aware or maybe think about it a little bit more. But I think because all I'm doing is, like, soccer games and t-ball, like, I don't I don't think about, I don't think twice about posting a picture of my kid at a t-ball game. Yeah, you lock your car doors, you lock your doors. That's what we grew up with safety. Yeah. Thinking about physical safety. So it's but like never, for, like, internet safety. Exactly. So it's like for this, our generation, I mean, there's this whole nother level not only that we have to start being more aware of ourselves but we have to teach our kids yeah we have to teach our kids about how and i've had it my son has just been shocked because obviously as naive as i am just imagine how naive our kids are because i don't i can't hardly put my head around what was it that happened oh i bought four like storage tubs at menards a couple weeks ago and i just was like you know thinking she's just going to ring them out. She had to separate all four of them because I guess a big thing is that people are buying those, stacking them up, and then, like, putting things in between them and stealing. Oh, they've been doing that for years. When Matt worked at Walmart, yeah. You had to open trash cans, suitcases. Yeah. yeah. This is how naive I am because she started doing it. I was like, what are you doing? Do you need help? Like, that's all that there is. And she was like, well, we have to separate them because people have been stealing in between the tubs. I'm like, I just, my mind just is, I'm just a really good person. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even think of that. No, like I just have not, I mean, I grew up sheltered. I'm just, my head just doesn't go there. So anyway, I'm here, I'm 35. I don't think that way. Just imagine how much less our kids think that way for me. You know, they just don't have, act, they don't, as they shouldn't, they're just not exposed to know how terrible people can be. So we got to help them out. We got to help to protect them. We got to help them to make good choices to protect themselves. We got to help them to know, like, if somebody contacts you and they're not, if they're anybody, go to a parent, go to an adult, even if you think you know them. Yeah, if, if somebody contacts you and even if they're like, oh, it's just another 13 year old in, mm-hmm. in the next school district, no. No. Don't trust that. Yeah, you need yeah. to go to a parent, let the parent vet it out. Let the parent, you know, figure out what's really going on before you move forward with it. That's, just, that's the exact scenario, scenario where my midwife, where her daughter was targeted, was that exact same scenario, like another 16-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Hey, that's you're crazy. You're into, you know, I'm into photography, too. Let's meet up. Two weeks later, she actually reported two weeks after it happened, and the police were like, yeah, that was, that was targeting. We've seen this multiple times. Have you seen where, um, or have you heard where some of these signs that are just like real vague about jobs that are posted out, they almost look like garage sale signs or something that are hanging up. It'll be like, or we buy houses for cash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen where some of those they're saying are like targeted for, um, trafficking? Like some of the ones that are specifically about jobs, like earn $500 in a week or earn like you call and then you meet up for an interview. And then next thing you know, you're in the back of a, a white plumber, a van. white plumber. Van, yeah. No, it doesn't surprise. I haven't heard that, but I, it does not surprise me. And then I've also seen, it seems like I, this has been three or four of these posts in the past week or so to where it's like, uh, I'm in a, you know, this, some mom posts in this story, obviously like I'm in, I was in Walmart and this guy that I noticed was paying a lot of attention to my son. I saw him at a couple different places throughout the store. He's pushing an empty cart around. And so then, um, I just read one last night specifically that said like, I go out, I go out to the parking lot and this guy starts coming towards me and says, can I help you get your, you know, basically load your stuff up. And she screamed, no, get away. And, you know, he let him walked away. But then later on, she sees this, like, as she's pulling out, she sees this guy with, like, a plumber van, basically, with a couple of other weirdos, you know, kind of waiting at the front of the store kind of thing. I don't know how, you know, how much this is, like, us just maybe being paranoid out in public that it's, or if it's how much it's actually... I saw one about in Kings at Kings Island, just here local for us, of a, a a woman who was kind of sitting in a lawn chair, and her son was maybe you know ten feet away from her, five feet away from her, and so she could see him and hear. This guy kind of walked up to him, her son, and said, "You know, um, are you here alone? Let, come with me. I'm going to show you something." Uh-huh. And she was there, and so so I don't know how you know I don't know how much this is like trafficking or if it's just creepers or what, but. 
I just think, anyway, we've kind of exhausted this topic, but I just think stay paranoid. Yeah. I mean, just stay scared all the time. Yeah. What's the worst? Do you offend somebody? Yeah. Or yeah. you protect your kids from potential yeah. ear your family. At home. worst, you made some guy feel bad that day. Yeah. But at best, your kid's not getting kidnapped. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my husband's done that with good intentions that it's like, hey, Dan, that, you know. That may not come off correctly, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we had um, we have uh, renters at our townhouse in Virginia when we lived out there, and the water was shut off for a day. Uh. So um, he told me he's like, "Oh, you guys can come over to our house and take a shower." And I was like, "Dan, these are college girls. Don't ever <laughs> offer college girls to come over and shower at our house. That's he's weird." So nice. Yeah, you know and, <laughs> and you know he didn't think he's like, "Oh, I didn't think anything." Of course, of course, he's not creepy like that. Oh uh, yeah. You know, our neighbor was like, "Man, I would have." came over to your house and beat the crap out of you offering the Hey, come on over. Take a shower at my house. It'll be totally cool. I promise. Yeah, so, you know, in a case like that, maybe maybe a nice guy accidentally says something. You take the wrong way and you, you know. You offend him, but, you know, you just have to be, I think you just have to be hypervigilant yep. these days. It's just unfortunate. It sucks. It sucks that you can't just kind of settle in and enjoy your day-to-day. But you do have to be aware. You do have to, you know, just be, yeah, be aware. So, Got a few more minutes here. Tell us, like, what are some things going on in the world right now that we need to know about when it comes to, like, I mean, what's our president doing? Tell us about some, like, top things that are going on with him right now. Well, we just talked about this before you started recording, and I've been, so I'm a single mom right now. Uh, Dan's out of town, so. Okay. I'm limited on my. Uh, oh, yeah. My information gathering. Yes. but. He's at the G7 summit or something going on. I mean, now, now, now I feel like... Is this the thing that I talked to you about with Canada? Yeah, yeah. And okay. everyone's afraid he's going to start a trade war because he, you know, wants to renegotiate these trade deals with aluminum. That's the big hot ticket. Is aluminum. aluminum and something else. I know France and Canada are in tizzy because they're the ones sending us the aluminum. Okay. Um, so they're maybe going to... The last the French president said, we're going to create this six country pact or whatever to try to combat this but he's working on a deal and so we'll see i mean here's what i here's here's my takeaway how come the canadian prime minister look like looks like he's about 18 uh it's all the cold up there <laughs> you know you age faster the closer the equator <laughs> oh, sun, am, am i right have you seen them like he, he looks so young but then when he talks it's like you could. I, I would imagine. I mean, I'd say he's at least in his forties when he starts talking. But he looks really young. Yeah. Now, what I heard—that's why I was telling her. I'm like, honestly, like I'm not jerking your chain. These are the things that I know about because I've caught like snippets of the news. And this is what Katie. We want to have Katie back and and have her keep us up to date because I know. I, I hope. I hope. I know. I think that I'm not the only mom who, you know, like I, if you ask me about like Caillou or. Caillou is the bald kid. He's super annoying. He's got sister Ruby. His parents are. He's you don't want don't have anything to do with him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Or like right now, my kids are really into like Uncle Grandpa, Cartoon Network type shows like that that are just annoying. My my eleven year old, both of them still love SpongeBob, which is the maximum annoying. So if you ask me about things like that. Not that I'm watching them, but that's like the the sound of my background. I could tell you about that. Every once in a while, I'll listen to a news podcast, but sometimes it just kind of drones on in the background and I don't really pay much attention. Um, I might, yeah, I don't read the newspaper. Definitely don't. Nobody uh, does. No, I don't think I made it. And like, even I was telling her when I used to work in an office, there'd be times where like news stories would pop up on a Google search or my Yahoo homepage or something and I might click on them and read them or whatever, but I'm not in an office anymore. So that's not even happening. So I just feel so disconnected. And I think moms, this happens to moms, like our lives are consumed with sippy cups and diapers and, you know, taxiing our kids everywhere and, and handing out money like it's nobody's business to everything. And we just don't keep connected with the world. And I want to do that. And I want Katie to help us to do that. And she's, so that's what I was telling her. is like, I know there's something going on with Canada. Tell me about it. <laughs> What's going on in Canada other than well, it being cold up there? And that's the thing is, then if you watch the news, it's funny because... The news today is all, I mean, almost all of it's opinion-based. Yeah. And some of it is honest and that there are opinion-based shows. And then others try to parade as, oh, we're a legit news source, but it's really just all... Just opinions. All my opinion. And I, I just, you know, 
It's not news. It's not classical news. There is a bias. There is a slant to it. Yeah. And that's what's very frustrating is that you can hardly find a news source that doesn't the have an agenda. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, okay, well, we're going to look at this topic. And I'm staunchly in this corner mm-hmm. as I'm reporting fairly and unbiased. So I'm not, I'm not, they're not, you know, given the whole, the full picture of what's going on only based on what they kind of, where you, they, where they want your mind to go or what yeah. they want you to follow. And it's, yeah. it's very, very frustrating because, you know, everyone thinks that, you know, and I've seen this meme out there that says, it's, you know, helpful for people to understand, you know, where on the spectrum these these fall. And they'll say, you know, liberal, conservative, middle of the ground. Uh-huh. And you have some of these news sources that are middle of the ground. And it's just a joke. It's like, really? Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah. And I, it's fine. I read opinion stuff all the time. But some people are reading this stuff and thinking, like, this is true unbiased, straightforward news that there's giving me. Well, I, yeah, because what I think too is like our parents, my parents watch this and they seem to be, you know, it seemed to work for them. So I'm going to watch this. And I think too, I mean, nobody likes to watch or read something that doesn't go along with what they believe. So, you know, you're going to migrate to a feel good, you know, provider of news that's going to make you feel confident and where you stand and what your beliefs are, what your political views are, because you don't want to be challenged. You know? Well, and that's the thing. You should always be up for being challenged. Anybody who, you know, if you're trying to talk politics and, and things, and I, it's very frustrating when you try to talk to someone who gets very um, belligerent instantly, almost mm-hmm. instantly belligerent, or starts throwing out, you know, names you're racist, that's no. racist, you know, all these different things, or that's a bigot thing to say. Yeah. You know, it's because they don't have any, in my experience, they don't have any basis for their opinion besides what they've been, you know, oh, well, I'm, I align myself with this group of people, and we collectively think this way. And mm-hmm. if you don't think this way, it's because of this, this, that, you know, it's, people just won't have conversations about that stuff anymore. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and you see how that plays out. Well, yeah. Everything's polarizing, and it shouldn't be. People don't understand what the other person. They just assume like, oh, they they voted for Trump because they're a racist, right? You know, and everyone's offended. Yeah, or they didn't vote for Hillary because they're a sexist. Uh-huh. That's the only reason you could have for not voting. Yeah, because for she's her. a woman, and you don't yeah. want a woman in pres- You don't want a woman to be president. So that's obviously that that has to be the only reason why you didn't vote for her. Exactly. It and it's like, and you may not even been aware that that's why you didn't vote for. Her. You know, you have those things come out. But but somebody put that title on you. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody kind of box that's why I when I started out I think my very my first couple of episodes is that you know I made mention of like being white being a Christian being a woman being a single mom and it's like what I said a couple of different times is that you know don't put me in a box just because yeah. I'm I have those labels air quotes I'm doing the air quotes um just because I have those labels that doesn't necessarily like just because I'm a Christian that doesn't mean that I'm a bigot or because I'm a Christian that doesn't mean that I'm you know super conservative um, you know, and I think we have to be aware of that, you know, just day to day is that just because somebody has, you know, a, a title or a label that doesn't mean that they fall into, you know, a, that category hard and fast. I mean, there's a lot of wiggle room there. I'm a social worker too. So I'm all over the place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and everyone, it seems, and this may be with technology and, or with just the way politics and the media are today, but everything's so black and white. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, we're going to compartmentalize. And because that person does this one thing, it's, yeah, you can generalize everything about them. Across the, yeah. And, yeah, it's the individuality. I mean, everyone's an individual. We just got to, we just got to start talking is what we have to do. Instead of making, I think that's a big, and that's one thing that is another really cool byproduct of this podcast that I didn't expect is that. Just talking and being honest about some of the experiences that that I've had, I have had, you know, people either stop me at swim team or stop me at the t-ball field or stop me at a party or, you know, message me on Facebook and say, hey, I've, I'm going through this too and I've gone through this and, or I'm, you know, I'm experiencing this. And I think, you know, that's just my personal experience, but I think even to say like, um, I, like I know you've, you've. You gave birth in your home. I'm sure there's some, like, boxes that people automatically throw you into and be able to say, like, look, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not those things. You know, I've had, just because I've had these experiences, you know, but on the same hand, I can identify, I can identify with you. I've never had given birth at home, but you can. I mean, there's people that you can connect with and identify 
that have given birth at home. But I think because you can identify with them that it, it almost needs to stop there. Like we're both moms that have given birth at home, but let's talk it out to see and don't put me in a category and say, well, this must be the person that you are then because yeah. you made that decision. You know, just because I've, uh, you know, been divorced, don't put me in a box that this is the type of woman that I am because I've been divorced. So let's talk. Let's have, and that's kind of what's happened is that I've been having more, having conversations with other people who have had similar experiences and been able to say, you know, I've had those experiences too. Well, let's talk about it and see what your experience has been like, what mine's been like and how, you know, what we have in common, but what's different too. I mean, anyway, just throwing it, just throwing everybody into a, a pot and saying, this is who you are because of the experience that you've had or because of the label that you have. Yeah. It's, it's just the not constant fair. labeling and, and boxing and, you know, with political groups, you know, Mm-hmm. The women vote, the black vote, the you know Latino vote and stuff, and it's like the one group who never gets tar- you know a certain vote is always white males. It's like why are they afforded individuality? Yeah, but everyone else is a lumped in group that votes in a block. Yeah, you know, and they shouldn't target people like that. I don't, I don't agree with it. So. Well, um, <clears throat> so we are running out. We're running down here. But do you have any other specific news news or world issues that you feel like we need to know about before we head out or should I just kind of uh, blitz attack you with something? Uh, yeah, I see you scrolling on something. I'm like, I'm like scroll, scroll, scroll. I'm looking at this, uh, I'm sure, NBC News. How biased is this? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, I just did kind of a Google search while you are talking, but no. Do you have any other things that, um, you know, specifically that you think this week, coming into this week, that we ought to maybe think about or know about or, or have an idea on kind of what's going on in our world when it comes to... Uh, well, I did see, you know, um, that the one guy that went to jail for uh, taking pictures on the submarine. Remember? Oh, see, go ahead, because I don't know anything about this. Yeah, so the one guy, the sailor, took pictures on the submarine. They found out somehow about... I mean, this is all classified stuff. He didn't, you know... He took pictures, and so that's major no-no. Okay, um, time out. Because why? Because he can sell those pictures to uh, an adversary and show, like, it shows the so technology. So he, t- like, he didn't, like, take selfies. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the pictures were okay. exactly. I just know that they were taken on the ship, whereas that's... You're not... Uh, it's no no pictures on the ship. Right. And this particular... Is that, just a, is that a military, like, rule across... The, like, what about, like, a military base? Are you not, take, not taking pictures on those types of places or like yeah, in a... Yeah, you can. This is, I think this is just a, a case where he was on the sub. I think he, I don't know what the, you know, the pictures that he took were okay. of, but basically got caught up in it, started destroying them because he got scared he was going to get in trouble. Well, yeah, they, so basically he got sent to jail. He's been released. Okay. Uh, pardoned his, well, not pardoned. His uh, sentence has been uh, commuted. You know, he's still been found guilty of doing this. Okay. And, uh, so he's suing the Obama administration and the FBI, something all along those lines, because yeah. it's funny when you listen to, you know, when James Comey came out right before uh, the election. I like how she says, you know, like <laughs> I have any clue what she's talking about. And your about. face clearly says, yes. So I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, huh? So no. James, you know, James Comey came out with Hillary's uh, emails and the okay. server that she had in her back. I caught a little bit of that, yeah. Anybody who works in a classified area, a classified field, knows that that's a big deal. Okay. You know, everyone's yeah. like, oh, I'm sick of hearing about her emails. Well, you shouldn't be. Because okay. this is very negligent and in- intentional of subver- subversion easy, of keeping this easy. stuff. Easy, <laughs> easy. Well, okay, you're right. I'm not supposed to. Okay. <laughs> No, so, but the things he said in, in his uh, press conference that, you know, anybody this, this who... This is the Navy guy. The, this is the press conference, James Comey, James Comey talking, the former FBI okay. director that yeah, was fired yeah. by Trump, okay. talking about, uh, with Hillary, you know, that um, clearly she did not uh, show intent, any kind of malicious intent. Like, we would never prosecute her case because the only cases we prosecute are people that are fully intentioned is to harm the U.S., you know, they're, they're adversaries, they're, you know, really bad people that have done really, really bad things. She doesn't fit in that box, but everybody we prosecute does. So now he's suing for, you know, a defamation kind of situation where, you know, you're saying, like, my case is actually lighter than hers. And yeah. sense, I didn't have, I didn't, I don't, you know, I don't know the details of what he did or how he got found out or any mm-hmm. of this kind of stuff. But he's basically saying, you know, you pardon her on lesser, for lesser, or for greater things, and... I, w- I was sent to prison, so it is. 
Huh. You know, these are the kind of things to be aware of and some of the stuff going on. Um, so it sounds like he has a pretty good case. Yeah, I don't know how far it's going to go. I mean... So what's is he looking for like a financial restitution or he's just looking to have that sentence pardoned completely? Or like I guess the 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 guilty the guilty charge. Yeah, he could he could be. I I don't know what I the, all I've seen is kind of the details of that it's happening. See, that's something I would do though. I'd get into the navy and I'd be like, "Let me take a selfie." Exactly. I wouldn't think anything about it. And then next thing you know, I'm in prison because like by the way, you're not allowed to ever take pictures. Yeah. And it's like, it, but it, but I, you know, who knows? That's the thing. It's like, you we're getting back to this privacy and people being, people being jerks. Who knows? Maybe he is a terrorist. Maybe he is trying to take pictures and give them to some adversary. You know, who knows what he's actually trying to do? So it's like, I think it's hard to say like, well, yeah, he's got a good case. He was just taking pictures and then he was destroying them. But then if you do that, then how's that? What's that communicate? You know, to the next person that comes along, who maybe isn't it, maybe is a jerk, or maybe is like a you know deviant person who's trying to take down the U.S. You know, whatever it is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is for that one. So that was a terrible story, Katie. Because <laughs> I don't know. It was a great topic. To, we've got five minutes to cover. <laughs> I don't know what the solution is to that because it's hard to know. I'm kind of an all or not, all or nothing person sometimes. That's just like we said, black or white. I know. Or nothing. Yeah. There I is kinda, no, there's always, there's always more gray than anything. I know, but it's hard for me because I'm like, and I, and obviously we've talked about this, like I'm super paranoid. So for me in that situation, even I'm like, whatever, dude, like you knew the rules. I'm also somebody who was like, follow the rules. And I teach this to my kids, like no matter what, follow the rules. But like you said, there's these gray areas of, and then you get into the, the same thing happening and what what differentiates? Yeah, power, power, power class, and, and name, and class, politics. And, and you know poli- those kind yeah. of things. It's you know it's our justice system supposed to be totally blind. Yep. And here's an instance where it's not really the case. But uh, anyway, damn it. So that's something to you know mull over. <laughs> yeah, discuss. <laughs> yeah, think about. Uh, okay. it. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, you're looking right there. A case of your justice department not acting fairly, which happens all the time. I'm not saying like this is the first case you've ever seen it. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, but I guess when, so, I mean, we want, I want to move forward with this. I want to continue to have, um, you know, discussions about things that are going on in our world Mm -hmm. and and news topics that are relevant and stuff. But I guess, and I, and I, maybe I'm the only one who thinks this way. How do you, how do you say, I, what, what makes you motivated to say, I need to know, I need to make it a priority to know about what's going on, or I need to make it a priority to read the paper, to read online, or to watch the news, whatever you do. How does it, how do you think that it affects your day-to-day? Is it just because you want to know, or do you feel like it's, it's, it's important because it affects your life? Because that's something that I've had a hard time saying, like, I could give the effort to this, but does it actually affect my day to day? I don't, I don't, I don't know that it, I don't know that it does, but maybe I'm just not, I'm missing out on, I'm missing out on it. For me, I grew up that way. Okay. The, my dad's side of the family, you know, the Ratliffs, I, I remember very clearly from a very young age on until current today. Yeah. Um, at my grandparents' house, my dad and my uh, grandfather and uncles arguing politics all the time, you know, <laughs> constantly. And it was like heated debates. There was fists, you know, fists, uh, <laughs> not pumping. I mean, like what are you just doing? a lot of smacking, yeah, a lot of, yeah, like, a lot, emphasis lots of, and... lots of screaming, you know, yeah. well, not screaming, but you know, that son of a bitch, I, <laughs> they put him in office. And yeah. so there was all that. I've always grown up around it being important, being a way to, of um, a topic of conversation. Okay. Uh, so, I guess that's just how I've kind of felt. And I I do, I'm interested in that kind of stuff just mm-hmm. in general. I like to know what's going on around me. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's, and I, I was a history major, history, politics, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's always been an interest of mine. So. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think I'm not, I mean, I definitely cannot, I did not enjoy history. It's not something. And I think because I have no memory. I mean, that's part of the issue. <laughs> like, I can't retain. I can't remember anything about my own life, let alone no, about somebody else hundred years, years ago. ago. No. Not happening. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think, like I, I try to. I don't want my kids to grow up being so egocentric that they're just like in this little Farmersville bubble of this is our this is our only world. There's nothing going. So I think. I know for me, I mean, I'm 35. I probably should have been more motivated to get you know get invested in in this before now, but. Um, 
I want to I want to be better at that because I want them to be better when they get old. I want them to have a better, you know, more motivation to be Just aware around of the world. them yeah. and the world in general. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I I keep up, I guess more so with like I think it's weird. I think I keep up more with like international happenings than I even do with like the United States because I'm 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 a sometimes I hate the US. Like quit uh, you watch YouTube for five minutes and you'll hate America. <laughs> like, like that one show on TV, America Watch Anything, or America's Got Talent or whatever. Oh, That's what yeah. I always refer to it as. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes, though, I'll watch that and I'm like, this is just crazy, these people. But then some, you're right. Like, sometimes, like, you're just like, why are we even watching this? A bit, why, uh, <clears throat> I think my daughter was asking me, there was a uh, commercial for Big Brother. She was like, what is that? What is Big Brother? And I was like... I don't know. know. I'm proud to say that I have never watched it and I never intend to because what are we doing? Or Bachelor. So I know I'm going to make people mad. Yeah, like half of my listeners delete, unsubscribe. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think we have to just be aware of what we're watching and try to, I guess, okay. So turn what, it on PBS once in a while. Yeah, turn on PBS. Like, I, I think what it comes down to, like, give your energy and this is where kind of the quest or like my my drive lately like in the past five or ten you know six years or what is like giving my energy and my time to things that matter like if I'm gonna be watching something I want it to like give me some value I just don't want it to be like mindless sometimes you need that but I think you know, like my kids right now are watching SpongeBob. I think and it makes me mad because I'm like, watch a freaking documentary, watch a freaking March of Penguins, learn something. Like, give your and it's it's just you know I can scream and be crazy at them as much as possible, but it's it's it comes down to I've got to model that. Like I've got to be an example. They need to walk in on you watching they March need, of Penguins. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what is going on with you? Like, shh, I'm learning something. Oh, yeah. gosh, if I'm ever watching anything. What are some things that you watch? Close this out. Let's take it back to lighthearted. What are some shows that you're watching right now? I just finished watching the first season of Beverly Hills 90210. I can't see Love it. <laughs> Love the fashion. I mean, yeah. fanny packs in the background and stuff. Um, yeah. And then I was mad because I have Amazon Prime and season two isn't available. And I was like, I'm just starting getting Prime, into this. I know. They're such a tease. Um, a jerk. I had the Masterpiece, or yeah, I guess Masterpiece PBS uh, channel on Amazon to watch the third season of Poldark. Um, Dark. It's one of the uh, dramas on PBS. Okay. I don't watch Masterpiece that. theater dramas. Mm-hmm. And so I kept it and I watched like the uh, Jamestown series. Okay. Uh, some yeah, you're shows about nerd. like King Henry the Eighth. <laughs> Wives. Oh my gosh. Some really good stuff. Like, there. what would it take for me to ever sit down and watch something like that? It's really fascinating. I don't know. I just like period dramas <laughs> yeah. and things like that. I finished, I actually finally finished Frontiersman uh, at work while I was uh, pumping for at work. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a nine month old. Yeah. So, I, you know, as I'm pumping, I'm reading this glory or very gory book about this area, you know, the Frontiersman. Uh-huh. And the, Simon Kenton and the Native Americans and stuff. So all think like you just might as well have just jumped into another language because I don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> like, Simon what? Simon what? Oh, yeah. Frontiers. Okay, got it. We'll get into that. Um, what am I watching? I'm watching right now. Uh, Harlan Coben's. I think it's a book that was made into a series. The guy from Dexter is on it with a British accent. Uh-huh. I don't know what his name is. Of course, <clears throat> yeah, I can picture him. Yeah. British accent. It's called. I think. Believe the series is called Safe on Netflix, and it's complete. It's pretty mindless, but also a little bit of a like a psychological thriller type thing. Little little bit of trying trying to think through. You know what happened. Kind of a kidnapping scenario. Um, and then that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. I do watch a lot of documentaries. When I see them, if it's something I'm interested in, have you seen the uh, the Magic Pill? No, what's that about? It's about, like, how basically there isn't a magic pill. It's all about her diet. Oh, right. And on that note, I'm going to go eat some carbohydrates for more lunch. <laughs> Carbo-load. Carbo-load. <laughs> I'm about to get the carb coma because I'm hungry now. But anyway, that's it for today. Um, I'm so thankful for Katie. She, like she mentioned, she doesn't live, she lives in this area, but, you know, came out here to the house and so we could meet up and talk today. And um, obviously we've been friends for, I don't, what is it? 
Like 27? 27 25 plus. <laughs> 25 plus. <laughs> We've been friends for a couple years. And uh, I love her. I love her family. And I'm just thankful to have her out here. She's, like I said, she's way smarter than me and anybody else that I know, really. So... She's gonna help us, and we're gonna we're gonna learn some stuff from her, and we're gonna we're gonna be better for it. So, we will um, see you the next time. I've got a couple of guests scheduled already for this coming week, and uh, we'll be back to talk to you. Will this is what I do? I say will, <laughs> like I'm like I'm sitting around with like a, like oh yeah, like I'm, I knew this the last time. We'll be back. Blah, blah, blah. Like I've, I got all the like my editing guy, and my, my sponsors, and my <laughs> light guy over here or something. I'm an idiot. No, I'll be back once again. I'll be back with a guest. So I guess that's Will. Yeah. But I'll be back next week, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you then. All right, bye.